0: The Afterbuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Afterbuzz TV's Castle After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV
2: show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Castle After Show. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another episode here on Afterbus TV for Castle Season 5, Episode 10, titled Significant Others. Uh, I am Bam Erickson, and I would like to introduce my host.
0: Yes,
3: hi, I am Paige Sullivan. I'm Samara Bay.
2: And I'm Larissa Shimar. So, it's good to be back. Happy New Year's to all of you guys that are out there watching and listening. And so, another great episode. And so, let's dig right into it. So, let's talk about, with it being, uh, the title was called Significant Others. And so, the ex-wife, Meredith, come back, which is played by Darby Stansfield, who's also on Castle. So
3: yeah, a Scandal.
4: <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Damn it.
2: <laughs> I'm thinking too much. As it's been a while since I've been here. But she's uh, she's one of the stars on Scandal for another show that hosts. So it was good to see her back. She's been tweeting about it for the past couple of weeks about how excited that she was to be able to come back. Because I haven't seen her in, gosh, maybe what, season one, season two?
4: I don't even remember. Yeah, yeah And I didn't
2: even realize that that was her until she until she mentioned it. And then I saw an episode um, doing, a, doing a repeat. But so she's back. And because uh, the daughter is, a mo- um, mono. I call- Yeah, call. Yes, she had Mono. The daughter's name is Alexis. Alexis. I want to always. I always want to call her Molly. Yes, because
3: yeah, that's her. That's her. That's her
2: real name, because she, you know, she tweets me every once in a while.
3: Oh, <laughs> you can call her Molly. You can do that. She's you know, a friend. Yeah
2: we're, yeah, we're we're friends now, <laughs> but. And so, uh, so she at Mono, Alexis at Mono, and so Meredith comes because the two of them were supposed to take a trip to Paris. And so she makes a grand entrance, and she decides that she's going to stay in the house. And oh, and so that was kind of that was besides the actual murder, that was that was the theme of uh, going on. She was staying in the house. Yeah. Um Castle didn't really have the balls to say no, and Beckett didn't like it because Beckett is also staying in the house because her house is being renovated. So let's just dive. Fumigated. R- fumigated. So, what do you guys think about that? In regards to Castle's current girlfriend and his ex-wife all living in the house. Drama.
4: Yeah, I need questions answered. Like, where does Meredith live? Yeah. Why couldn't she get a hotel room? Why couldn't Alexis stay with her at her house? All of these things I want to know. And also, the
3: actress playing Meredith, I think, made some choices right at the beginning to seem like she had an ulterior motive. agenda. Yeah.
1: She kind of came in with the motive of, hey, I'm staying here. You can't tell me no because this is my daughter. You are my ex-husband. But at the same time, she just made up on herself like they never were separated. It's like, hey, I just came home. I'm here. Mm -hmm. And you have to accept it. And Castle accepted it. And, and she probably knew he would.
2: Yeah, and and even her personality, she's like this rich, bougie. You can't tell me anything. I'm gonna do what I want. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so that's like, that's like her personality.
4: Oh yeah, and the way she treated the mother when she walked in, she just shoved her purse <laughs> in her hands. I was surprised she didn't throw it right back at her. I would have.
2: Yeah, yeah, and clearly, clearly, the mother, uh, the character's name is Martha. Martha does not like the ex-wife Meredith. No. Like, no, no, abundantly clear. They don't, clear. Yeah, they don't, they don't yeah. like each other at all.
4: And I love how this whole episode, they kept referring to Martha, Meredith, and Alexis as the redheads. Yeah. I think it's so funny. This episode, I have to say, had a lot of... Laughs and it for me. I mean, everybody was cracking jokes mm-hmm. and being silly, and I I like that. Coming back after the break, it's fun to get back into the castle swing of things.
3: Mm-hmm. It's true, it's true, and it was great, of course, that they could tie in the um you know the murder plot with mm-hmm. the same significant other's issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like an
4: overarching theme for everything.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, and then so I mean, what do you guys think about that? You know, castle he had a house, he was living in a house full of women and clearly he could <laughs> even not even more
3: so than usual yeah and
2: he couldn't he just it was too much for him so it's like you know he when 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 um when beckett said that she had a problem with that you know castle had a problem confronting his ex-wife about living in the house so clearly castle was uncomfortable about the whole entire situation why do you think he was uncomfortable why didn't why didn't do you think he think wanted to he say anything? he just didn't
1: know how to say no. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of hard sometimes when you kind of have someone you've been in love with for quite some time. And especially when you have kids in there. Mm-hmm. To tell somebody, no, you can't do this. Damn. You know, and I think it was kind of hard. He just wanted to please everybody mm-hmm. from his daughter to his ex-wife to Beckett to where he was just like, let's just compromise. We'll go, like, they can have the house and we'll leave. So mm-hmm. he's like, he tried to do everything to prevent himself to tell his ex-wife no. Mm -hmm.
3: It did seem like it sort of pointed to a larger character trait of of Castles that he he really avoids confrontation. He really does want to keep things positive and Mm -hmm. fun. And that, you know, leads to actually, in this case, everybody being
2: mad at him. Do you think he should have had the balls to step up being Mm -hmm. that his current girlfriend did not like the situation and he knows that his mother doesn't like his ex-wife? So her, she's only... But then she's there, you know, for the daughter, which she didn't pop. She didn't come out the room the whole entire episode until the end because she was sleep. You know,
4: I don't think that anybody truly wanted her there. I don't think Alexis really wanted her mom. When you have mono, you don't want anybody there. You just want to sleep. And so I think more for Meredith, she was trying to prove a point. And she said at the end of the episode, I was doing this to see who you were. Mm hmm to Kate and she said that to her straight up and so yes we all thought she had an agenda and she did mm. and she made her point she met Kate, approves of Kate and she leaves. Mm. I mean I think she's like every other woman. She she knows what she wants she's going to get it and she she did.
2: i okay.
3: No I mean I guess I was just thinking there is the potential that she did have an additional agenda considering how the episode ends but I don't want to
2: go there yet. Yes. <laughs> but be, being that mm. being that um, and one of the scenes when they wake up in the morning, she comes down the stairs in her panties <laughs> and her t-shirts, yeah. and the she looks t-shirt, good. Yeah. And the t-shirt was was <laughs> was, was a it. half shirt. So yeah. you know she had the midriff yeah. showing. No,
4: it wasn't even a half shirt. She like ran her hand up her shirt, like, like she lifted was a frat it up. guy. Yeah, being she right like did. she was oh, like, oh, my oh, I know, I know. Uh-huh. It's just funny. If, oh, see that would have pushed me over the limit if I were Beckett. I would have taken my gun out or something. <laughs> Put <laughs> but your clothes on.
1: Beckett was just like so calm about the whole entire thing. just kind of like it caught her off guard but at the same time she was being like okay well you kind of disrespect me. I'm gonna let Castle handle this. Yeah and she and- did And she did say, you know, you might want to put some
2: pants on. And she's like, why? I'm not going anywhere.
4: Well, it's really not in a a mean way, I guess. In the relationship, it's Kate's place to say. But in the fact that it's not her home, it's not her daughter, it's not her Mm -hmm. ex-wife. She doesn't know Meredith. I mean, it is Castle's job to take the responsibility here and ask her to leave. I think if Kate were to say something, she may be stepping over a few boundaries. And she would be causing issues, not only between her and Castle, but between her and Meredith, between her and Alexis. I mean, it's just... Uh, being being the it new seems woman's like heart, the episode could have been
3: uh, Beckett realizing this is a moment to test. Castle, can he step up and grow balls when he needs to? And they, the writers didn't make it that episode. I mean, they made it much more kind of interesting, little like a little mm-hmm. dance of like, no, it's cool. It's a well, we're gonna make it work. We're gonna mm-hmm. try to make it work, which I thought was actually pretty mature. But at
1: the same time, like Beckett was annoyed by the situation uh-huh. because she just kind of hinted, like in the beginning, and she said, "Do you not know what this look mean?" Like she's kind of disapproved of the situation. And Castle's like, "What look?" Like you know, kind of like <laughs> clueless, like. What are you talking about? But, you know, she's kind of dis uncomfortable the whole entire time because she expects for Castle to be the man to really kind of put his foot down. It's like, hey, you know, I'm your girl. I'm staying with you. And your ex-wife should not be staying with you, whether your daughter is sick or not. And some of the things that she's doing, it's kind of overstepping the boundary. Because, mm-hmm. like, if I had my girl staying with me and she can't even I have my ex come downstairs with no pants on well let's we're gonna we're gonna give our <laughs> we're gonna give our opinions and, and takes on that
2: uh, uh that that will be the last thing that okay. we discuss but now let's go into how kind of like the guys versus the girls because you know women obviously had their opinion and, the, and guys had their opinion so yeah. you had you had laney who was like you know hey um I'll it was something that had to do with the murder she was like you know i'll call you when it's time and when she and when beckett comes down to where laney's at they go. They Some go. Girl time in, they, the, in the. They go with right. The cadaver. Yeah, they go right into girl time before she reveals the information of what needs to happen for the murder. And so she, she had her perspective. Lainey was like, "No, it's not. It's not um, Castle's responsibility. It's your responsibility, and you basically need to, you know, put her in her place." What did you think about that?
4: Well, okay, for me, it's it's kind of like you know when a girl gets cheated on and she never blames her boyfriend; she blames the other girl. Yeah. I feel like that was one of those situations. Lainey was very much. It's Meredith's fault. You know, this isn't on Castle. She shouldn't even ask to be staying here knowing you exist. It's like woman code. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So now you have to show her that you're the one in control. You're the one who's got Castle. You're the one doing this. And so she got that in, in Beckett's head, I think. And she that's why this whole time she, when she was asked to dinner with Meredith, she said, I'm going, you know, and she she went in like head first. She refused to stay in the hotel, and she did it. Yeah, that whole thing that whole thing that Lainey set up of like if this is
3: war, you're losing. <laughs> it was very dramatic.
2: Yeah. Do you agree with her uh, perspective? I her mean. Opinion?
3: Uh, I think that I felt biased. I mean, I felt like I felt biased because uh, Meredith was coming across as such a horrible person that you couldn't trust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I guess under those circumstances, I did feel like Beckett probably should follow up and see what this woman's um, plans are naked in her
4: Yeah. I, I think house. you also have to kind of consider it's it's hard to get into Meredith's frame of mind but at the same time she's coming into this house and she doesn't know Kate and she, but she knows that Kate's staying in the house where her daughter lives you know it's it's also you have to think she's a mom this woman's in her daughter's life maybe she's not checking it out solely to see what Castle thinks of Kate or how, how their relationship is, but who Kate is to Alexis. Mm-hmm. I, think, I mean, you don't think about that much, but I think that's also a, an important aspect of it.
1: I think overall, like, when you kind of in a situation with the ex and you kind of have a current relationship, it's really up to the, the guy or the girl who has the ex to really kind of establish, like, this is the boundaries between you and my current girlfriend, you and my ex, because at the end of the day, it's Castle's place, and both of them are staying in Castle's home. Castle has the right to say, no, you cannot stay here Meredith because Beckett is staying here and you have to respect that but Castle never like took the opportunity to state that to Meredith even though he says she's very convincing but at the end of the day like you're the man you're the one that's in control of the situation and you should be the one putting your foot down and saying Meredith no you can't say thank you for stopping by but if you need to get a hotel i will allow you i'll pay for your hotel and you can come by and check on
4: Why you. does he have to pay for that hotel? She seems like she's got a lot of money. I
1: mean, yeah, but Probably you...
4: coming out of Castle's pocket already and <laughs> <Alabama, laughs> to be honest.
1: <laughs> that's true, that's true, but i think it's more so that Becky kind of she was stating her problem to Castle and it was up to Castle to really like put his foot down to be like hey Meredith you're overstepping the boundaries by coming down with no clothes on with no pants on and then that whole moment they had in the kitchen about the coffee that was kind of like yeah well and then just going from the guy's perspective, Ryan and Esposito.
2: Basically, w- what you said is, yeah. is what Ryan Esposito said is that like it's your job. You don't. That's you, that's just very awkward. You don't put. He said uh, you don't. You're putting. Um, uh, did he, who said someone else's butt on the jacket? Someone. Uh, I don't
4: know.
2: Oh, there it was, Lainey, wasn't it? When oh, that was found- that. That was Lainey. But Ryan and Esposito. Um, said something too. They said um, they made they made a very interesting. You comment. have two
4: worlds com- clashing. Yeah. Oh, two yeah. worlds coming together. You know your ex-wife who knows your old self and Kate who knows your new self.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that was that was the guy's perspective. So now now let's go into what you were saying about how when they when um, when when Meredith and Castle had their their moment together where when they were drinking coffee, it um, what was what was the ingredient? Nutmeg. nutmeg. It was nutmeg. And that was kind of a, a moment that obviously made Beckett feel uncomfortable. And I just think that, just my opinion, I just think that Castle should have nipped it in the bud. Luckily, it worked out, but it really could have went a million different directions. Yeah. And it could not have been in his favor.
4: The whole thing could have gone a million different directions, but I think it kind of wrapped itself up smoothly. I mean, mm-hmm. Meredith and Kate kind of ended this situation. Castle yeah. had nothing to do with any rectifying of relationships at all, or even his own relationship. So, I mean, Meredith which pointed took the to steps. the
3: potentially future mm-hmm. problem, yeah.
4: right? Which we didn't mention when we were describing what happened, but at the end after Kate and her go to dinner and they play well, a little joke on Castle. B-
2: before before we go to the end, what did you guys think about that That Meredith
1: wanted to have dinner with uh, Beckett? I, I think it's just like one of those situations where a uh, ex just want to kind of like, hey, let me kind of see what type of person that you, that you are. But I, I think it's real great of Beckett to actually like, hey, yes, I'm going to dinner just to kind of see what is her motive and her objective for being here.
4: I think it's a girl thing. I seriously do. I know, like, if I have a problem with another girl, I say, why don't we grab lunch? Because, one, it's public, so there's going to be no yelling. (laughs) No, there's going to be no yelling. They can't cry. (laughs) They can't yell. I mean, they can, but they're going to cause a scene. So, I mean, I think girls, you know, would much rather say, oh, why don't we grab lunch? And that's how you meet the person and get to know the person in, you know, a public setting. And it's not in the house where she's naked and she's with Castle. It's just, and how she called him Rick, that was so annoying. (laughs) Uh, I...
2: (sighs) I don't know. I didn't... It Like I said, it it worked out great, but I didn't like the whole idea. I don't think she should have took her up on the offer. Like, what... Why not? I mean... You're divorced. Why? Because that person will
4: always be in his life. Alexis' mother will always be a part of his life, no matter what. So Kate might as well get to know her now. I mean... I mean, if she doesn't get to know her now, it's going to be a problem for the relationship down the road. She
1: ain't been she
2: ain't been around in four seasons.
1: I
4: just, <laughs> at the same time, you know,
1: like, it kind of takes that to- that turn to where like somebody has to basically be the adult because, uh, uh, again, like you said, like. They're going to continue to be around each other where she com- don't come back for another four season. Uh-huh. It's like she was still going to be part of Castle's life, the ex-wife, mm-hmm. uh, Beckett will. And it's just kind of like when is going to be that opportunity for them to kind of sit down, actually either become friends or hate each other. Mm-hmm. In this case right now, they're friends. As of most guys, like I'm not going to invite another uh, ex, be like, hey, you know, tell your boyfriend, let's go hang out and stuff. Like, <laughs> if I see you, great, cool, I'm cordial with you, and who knows, we might be like good friends. But for the most part, I wouldn't be invite another guy. I'd be yeah. like, hey, let's go to dinner, or yeah, to that's, the bar.
2: That's my point. But yeah. again, like you said, that's a girl thing. I, I, could <laughs> not, I also feel I like... could not, sit, I could not imagine being at the sports bar, Big Wings or something, and <laughs> and you know, we're drinking, or I'm there drinking, and yeah. and I, I don't know, like.
3: A, yes, it's, it's totally a girl but thing. You, it and is. And B, I think, that, I think that she may have switched. Um, you know, I feel like she may have come in. Uh, it was very useful to hear that whenever they see each other, they have makeup sex or some sort of whatever, some sort of like we're not still exes. And um, I think that if it started out that she wanted to get in between the two of them, it ended up being that she wanted to sort of get back at Castle mm-hmm. for dating yeah. someone else awesome. And
4: she got back at Castle by befriending – Kate. Which mm. is a girl's motive. Make your enemy your frenemy. I mean, that's it's all girl <laughs> stuff here, people. You guys just, saw, you <laughs> you guys just there. trust us. <laughs> but I have to say I loved... Lainey in this we saw a lot more of her and I also love Ryan and Esposito they're just so funny together and I was on Twitter today and going through all their tweets and Seamus retweeted something his friend said and he referred to Seamus and what's his name in real life Jose is it
2: it's um, um Juan. what is his name uh, uh John John John, John. 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 Yeah. I'm
4: queer testy that's where I'm getting Jose I um he tweeted that they're brusbands like bro husbands (laughs) Uh or something like in real life not even in the show and he's like watch these brusbands on their show tonight and I thought that was so cute because their relationship on camera obviously must stem from their relationship off screen which I like I like to know that these people are friends with And, each in other. fact, that was set – it was sort of set up for us
3: that we were going to have some good times with Ryan and Esposito because of the very beginning – I guess it wasn't at the very beginning. But it was really early on when the two of them were running after the bad guy and oh, they, like, yeah. get him together and they, like,
4: have the guns together. Yeah. I mean, it was so I
3: unnecessary know. that they were, like <laughs> – yeah. it was, like, I think one person probably would have been
4: enough. Even, even the little <laughs> things when they kept saying, when your worlds collide.
1: Yeah. No.
4: And, like, every time they'd see Castle, they'd just be like – boom <laughs> like they're just so funny and that yeah. they're honestly two probably my favorite characters on this show because they always make you laugh no matter what the episode no matter how sad or if castle and beckett are fighting they're funny yeah even when they're fighting mm-hmm. they really are a husband and bro, brusband. Bro, brusband. <laughs> but, um, So, yes. Yeah, so if you have any comments on these brosbins, you can go to iTunes. Uh, you can check us out and you can like us. You can comment, rate us, and tell us what you're thinking. Uh, we do read your comments and we take criticism and we work with it. And if you want to see anything more or want to s- hear us talk about something more, an aspect of the show we're not talking about, let us know um, and make sure to rate us. And also, there's a podcast app that you can download and it will organize all of your podcasts, uh, whether they're AfterBuzz TV podcasts or others, it will organize them, make sure it downloads for you weekly or monthly, however often that podcast happens. So that is also handy to have.
1: All right. All
2: right. Right. (laughs) All right. So... Uh, anything else we want to talk about as far as the, no. the the relationship before we get into the actual murder?
3: I think we got to jump into the murder because yeah. yes. that brought up. Mm. I mean, obviously the the, the dual plots mm. brought up more stuff for. Yeah, yeah.
4: and I want to I want to go back for some reason. I feel like we haven't connected the dots, but maybe the, the title and the overarching theme kind of is playing yeah. off each other in these episodes. This mm. was one was an obvious one with significant others and things like that. But I kind of going forward want to see if we can like connect them. You know what I mean? Mm Because I think that might be something that's Happening. I haven't noticed it before, but this episode was obviously well, very clear. And
3: it's—I thought it was actually really fun because a lot of shows, um, besides Castle and sometimes Castle, will have you know the A plot and the B plot, and they'll like they'll like subtly hint at each other. Mm-hmm. This one was so overt that even yeah. Kate was mm-hmm. like, "Are you kidding me? Right, right. Can we not talk more about ex-wives?" It was yeah. so. Yeah. It was really fun. I feel like the writers were like, "Can we go there? We're just going to go there." Yeah. yeah,
4: it was funny. But um, yeah, this episode. There's a murder of a woman, and it, it was funny because we don't usually see, you know, the pre-murder part. I feel like we find the body. We, they get a call in the morning. They rush to a scene, and then this one, you see her in her car, and you kind of know this is the woman who's going to die. This mm-hmm. is the woman yeah. this episode's going to be about. And so she's stabbed in the, ne- in the neck with an ice pick. Ice pick. Morbid. That's awful way to go. I can only imagine. Um, and <laughs> I, she, <laughs> I can only imagine. And her Michelle Tui.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. what a
4: name! Mm-hmm. But um, so she's a divorce lawyer, and she only works with women, which I almost feels like is discrimination. But that's another topic, I guess. But <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, there are plenty of lawyers. I mean, there's the famous lawyer um, Gloria. Um, I forget her I know name. Who you're talking about yeah, the old about. lady. She only represents women, and like so. she's
4: the one representing uh, the woman that Lindsay Lohan punched, right?
2: Is that who you're talking about? No, 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 not her, but her name is I'm going to say her name is Gloria Aldrich. She represents, like, any time that there's some woman that, like, Tiger Woods, um, his. Ewan. Yeah, yeah. All of all of the, um, the jump-offs, he, she represented all of them. Maybe this was um, wow. somehow based on that.
4: Yeah. So, well, so she only represents women, and mm. so obviously it seems as though an ex-husband of one of these women must be coming after her. For some reason or another, she took them for all they were worth for this woman or something of that sort. Um, But it turns out it wasn't that at all. And so this episode took a lot of twists and turns. I feel like that Castle's really been slowing down on all that. It's been a little more clear-cut what's happening. But this episode, I did not expect the ending at all. That was not in my view. Mm -hmm. But... I don't know. What do you guys, did you? Well, guys? it's hard to, yeah,
3: definitely it's hard to see a, um, a completely new uh, human being that you, right? that, yeah, that was not going to be it um, something very we could have guessed less. earlier.
4: Right. So she was dating. So we find out she's a divorce lawyer. <clears throat> she talked to a financial advisor, and his name was R. Garrison, Robert yeah. Garrison. Mm-hmm. And he had a wife. I don't remember her first name, Mrs. Garrison. Mm-hmm. And so first they visit him and they ask what she wanted. And she just wanted him to meet her the next day. And she didn't say about what. And he assumed it was a case. And he's clueless. He honestly is. He has no idea. Mm -hmm. Then we go to... uh, His name was Herman. He has a couple arrests on this record. And he was the one they thought killed her because, because they saw him fleeing from the scene right mm-hmm. but really he, they were working together.
2: Yeah, he was the photographer who would go in on the DL and he would snap the pics of the husbands to try and find out what they were doing mm-hmm. if they were creeping or not.
3: But we learned from him that she was really freaking out yeah. those mm-hmm. last few days before yeah. her death.
2: And that they had a they had a um, <laughs> they had a bad breakup or a, a business relationship business breakup, yeah. a business breakup and so she text him several times, and he kept saying no, 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 no. And then she left him a video saying how important it was. So that's why he came down. And then once he came down, he noticed that She's she was de- that she was dead. And so yeah. he ran.
4: And I would run. I think, well, I don't know if I would run too, but he has rest on his record. And yeah. they said attempted murder was on his record too. And Before. I don't know if that was just something they were saying or if that really was. And if it was, yeah. and he's caught at that scene, I mean, mm-hmm. even just
1: role wise I don't know he'll definitely be like yeah. the number one suspect in right
4: so it's not him so then they <laughs> check with the boyfriend yep. and they've only been dating a month he kind of just seems like a nice guy said she was a little wrapped up with her work mm-hmm. doesn't know about what um, and then we go to the golf player was that who it was next? Oh,
2: Billy Piper. Billy Piper? No, I thought it was Samantha oh, Voss. Man.
4: Oh, Samantha, Samantha Voss. Voss.
2: Yeah, yeah. Man, well, that situation. comes in. As a yeah. side. She was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. She was angry.
4: I know. That's she, so funny. And nice. now
2: that ties into the thing because she was upset that he had that he paid to have sex with another woman. Mm-hmm. So it's a significant. This, other. Uh, yeah, exactly. So and, it ties in.
4: But and she lost in court to him, yeah. and Michelle was her lawyer, and she yeah. lost. So that helps us decide. It's not this man who killed her, you know, and it's not this case that she was freaking out about. But apparently she came in crying and she was upset. And so she had left a cafe and that's where um, her boyfriend was. Apparently he's going by a different name. He's not really that guy. He's really Noah Kesswood. And he's part of the CIA CIA. or something. Intelligence. And they have to track him down. And he's being hired by Bill Piper who's such a sketchy guy and so creepy. Oh, my so God, that crazy. scene was amazing. Like, yeah.
3: She's not my favorite trophy.
4: Oh, my gosh. He was
1: so light like, into himself that he didn't care about anything, anything else up. but his personal image.
4: Yeah, it was sad, though, to see somebody that self-absorbed. Like, when he said, I lost my family, I lost my endorsements, I lost my career, and Beckett's like, and your wife? She <laughs> yeah. died? Right. You don't care? Right. Like, that's freaky to me that people out there don't even care. Yeah.
3: Right. Yeah. Well, and then, I mean, we find out that he actually didn't have anything to do with her, her death. Yeah. yeah.
4: Well, so, yes. Yeah, so then this is when things start turning. Uh, and we find out that Michelle was kind of looking into that death. Bill's wife, during the middle of their kind of divorce, they decide to reconcile, go on a boat trip, and she falls overboard, goes missing, can't be found. He's assumed to be a murderer. Yeah. They can't press charges, there's no evidence. So he hired Noah basically to be like a private investigator of Michelle. And he finds out she's looking into it and what she's looking into. And that's when they kind of connect the dots because they go back and see who she visited and what she did leading up to the day she died. And she visited, um, well, Noah talked to Robert Garrison and she had wanted to talk to Robert Garrison. So that's when they're kind of looking at the pictures on the board and they see Robert Garrison's wife. And they have a picture of Mrs. Piper who's dead and Castle says, you know They see the resemblance people. Yeah, and it's the same woman. Yeah. And guess who killed Michelle? The dead woman. Well, yeah. she's not even dead.
2: Yeah. I mean And her motive for that was
4: To stay dead, basically, to stay out of the limelight because she wanted to
2: She knew the information. Um the lawyer knew the information and she was willing to you know, expose all that, and she didn't want to do that.
4: It's sad, because it seems as though she must have been in somewhat of an abusive relationship with Bill, and she she was so desperate to get out of it, she faked her own death, had plastic surgery, and was supposed to leave the country, but fell in love, so she changed who she was. That's sad to me, and she did tarnish his reputation in his life, but... You can't kill somebody right. just because you hate your right. She would have really yeah. been
3: sympathetic, except for that yeah. last Until part. Until she killed
4: yeah. her.
2: Yeah, or why couldn't she have just gone out of town and... Disappeared again. Because well, also, seriously, enough.
3: what she should have done is talk to Michelle. Because Michelle's a divorce lawyer. and well, she, divorce, Michelle knew, she, her. She, she Michelle knew was, her. And Michelle knew was her own divorce lawyer, right?
4: But, but Michelle understood
2: she, what was going on. And Michelle yeah. took Billy's side. And she was going to go forward. Because she yeah. felt
4: like, what? What was done to him in the media was not.
2: Yeah, it wasn't just. It
4: wasn't right because I know everybody hated him. I guess everybody hated him, but there's a difference between being a bad person and being a murderer. You know what I mean? I think those are two very different.
1: Yeah, they kind of hated him more for the murder. Anything. Well, but
4: nobody it hated him for that. that.
3: It's it is interesting that she has chosen for her life to represent only women, and that in her, you know, the, the thing that makes her die is that she chooses the guy's side. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, that is weird. I
3: that didn't think weird. about that. I didn't yeah. think about that
2: either. Yeah, that and she is weird. seems
3: like so. De- and I'm actually curious. Also, in that little video that we did see uh, when she was talking to the Herman guy, yeah. she said a uh, life hangs in the balance. And I wonder now which one she referred to, whose life she's I don't referring know. to. I yeah. think
4: maybe Billy's. I don't. I, I don't think it was hers. I don't think she thought she was going to be killed, because I don't either. I mean, but she seemed so desperate.
3: I she think, did,
2: but she didn't seem like she was. She felt like she was being. But followed. was but I when when she came off as as desperate, and and she was having problems and she was crying, I thought that it had something to do with like a personal relationship or something that she was going through, mm-hmm. or maybe. That's why she defends women so much because maybe, you know, there wasn't enough information. I think, but
1: I think from the video, she looked like she was going through more than something like she was super personal, as if like someone was like after her because she just kind of felt like, mm-hmm. I'm scared for my life. Please yeah. help me. Hey, I really need you to take these pictures for me because I fear for my life because this is what's really happening. To
4: maybe, me. maybe she was threatened. Who knows? I mean, yeah. maybe this just was a big thing for her. You know, it must have tested her morals and tested what what she thought was right. Do you give up Mrs. Piper or do you let Bill Piper keep going through his life as a, basically assumed as a murderer? And so I think she was torn there. The thing that confuses me also is that the... The detectives, they were saying, you know, Castle and Beckett were saying, you know, your husband said that the ice pick was missing. Your husband said you were gone that night. He was so easy to give her up mm-hmm. to say, my wife did this, basically. He but gave them everything they needed.
1: He probably didn't know anything at all, though. Because they did set up that he was pretty clueless. Yeah. He yeah. seemed
3: pretty clueless. Very. But but they did, they did leave out that scene, so we don't really know. Yeah. It's I true. know,
4: but if that was me, I'd be like, huh. Gosh, where do your I loyalties mean, <laughs> Although, you really also, if you're in
3: love with your wife and you find out that maybe she murdered someone, that and does sort of change things. And she's somebody else. And she's somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and which means that she made up an entire history and that their entire, you know, relationships relationship
2: was, so lie. Do you think that, do you think, um, what was it, What was her name, who, um, the murderer, what, what was Piper? her name? Lisa, Le- I think. Was it Lisa? It was Lisa. Who? The murderer. Um, the murderer. Piper. 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 What was her first name?
4: I think it was Lisa, but... Or yeah,
3: or Leah, Le- Linda,
2: Le- Leanne, Leanne,
4: Leanne, Leanne. Leanne. Let's go with Leanne. Yeah. <laughs> Too many names. There's so many suspects. I know. Uh, yeah.
2: I also think that she's she was totally slipping. She felt <laughs> she felt too comfortable when she was with the when she was with the, um when she was with Castle and Beckett. Like you know, they just set her up. She was sitting there drinking coffee or had something in the mug, and they took her fingerprints. She should have. I felt like she, she got too comfortable with her new identity and forgot Mm -hmm. the fact that she really is, has a whole, that she has a new identity and that you always have to, when you, when you commit a, a huge crime, you have to be on. You can't. You have to watch your back at all times. All the time. And I don't feel like her character did that because that was just that was too easy. She's just sitting there and oh, you know, I've, I've given you all the information that I need, and she's just drinking.
3: the... Well, she probably thought that charm was going to
1: be yeah, her best was, defense. I think she was real comfortable with who she were, and, mm-hmm. and, and like, nobody would ever like connect the pieces together because the mur- like the murder, happened so long ago mm-hmm. that she's just kind of like, hey, I'm this new person, and. Nobody knows who I am, but...
4: Well, I also don't think they were... I don't think she thought she was in there for the reason she was in there. Yeah. I think they. she thought, oh, my husband's involved with this. They want to question me separately. I, I don't think she was expecting them to throw that bomb at her that she was really... Her picture. Her own picture. Right. I don't think... Because when they showed it to her, she That's showed when you, she yeah. was shocked. Yeah. I think if she was expecting it, she wouldn't have been like that. She would have played it off a little bit better than that. So I don't think it was her resting on her... I don't know. I don't think she was giving up, you know, watching over her back. I think yeah. she was literally caught off guard by the fact that they even had an inkling of who she was. But
1: mm-hmm. the thing about her husband never told anything about But she all, did like, just
4: murder someone like yeah, two days
1: before. Like, yeah. I mean, if my wife killed somebody and I was questioned by the cops. I'm like, babe, you know... I was just questioned by the cops, and this is what I told them, you know? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah not but like, then she's
4: going to turn around and stab you with an ice like, pick. You better her like, watch yeah. it. Do
1: you know anything yeah. about this? Like, I would, ask, I would ask questions as a husband and concern because... Well, we don't know what happened in that scene. Obviously, Maybe he did. did not communicate with no. her well. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, she's a whole other person. They obviously keep a lot of things to themselves. But you
1: know, the interesting thing is, the night she accidentally killed herself, the guy, Walter, who was like part of the same like, boat club and mm-hmm. everything... Helped her. Yeah, and that was like clarify like why he needed the money, money. like yeah. everything. He just kind of like, "Oh, it's like Walter, like, help me like."
4: Well, I think Walter was the one without the money in that relationship with with Mrs. Voss yeah. because he got all the money. Oh. There's no way he would have gotten all that money if he wasn't entitled to it mm-hmm. yeah. without a I, yeah. prenup or something like that. She must have been the breadwinner. She must I, have been an heiress or something.
2: Totally, you can tell by her attitude. She oh. she was kind of the rich one because yeah. most most women who um, who are cheated on get the money. She would uh, she wouldn't really care that much because she's going to get broke off in the settlement in the yeah. divorce. But she seems awfully pissed about it. But I thought that scene was really funny because the way she was breaking things huh, and then. Yeah. <laughs> he got upset and then he's breaking things and then the two of them were told if anyone breaks anything then they go to jail and rather than just put just put the um put the items down obviously they break something <laughs> and then they're arrested so yeah. they you there was a there was there was some bad blood between a lot them of okay. you know. which between the which
3: was fun because yeah. it was another like you know Significant, significant others other. having drama, and yeah. their drama was obviously the much more like visual and dramatic version of what Castle and Peck. I feel were like having. that's
4: everybody's, you know, horror story. Oh, I had these friends who got divorced, and they went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that's what that was. Yeah. And I mean, the, the the value of the stuff that they were breaking, uh, who knows? Yeah. Like uh, it, millions, people could have yeah. eaten off of that for I've years. Never,
2: I've incurred different kind of craziness, but not where people were <laughs> like breaking it. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah you tell know. us about it. <laughs> uh, well, you know. We can't We can't because we run out of time But you know Off camera I'll tell you Some of the crazy stories Of my friends But right now we can't Because uh, the time is up So let's wrap up really quick And so we thought uh, Tonight's episode Was a great episode obviously And
1: we look forward to uh, Next week So let's get into predictions Mm -hmm. One key thing about the end of it How Beckett and Meredith They just had the conversation The reason like Why they broke up Yes That was kind of interesting And it left like Beckett kind of feeling like, is this the right person for me? That is true. Let's let's hold off
2: on the predictions. That's a very good point. Let's we can end on that one. Yeah. On, on that. So the music was playing. So well, just that leads into again. a prediction. Yeah. Is, I mean, yeah. I, that, I, I mean, what we prediction.
4: didn't say exactly was that at the end, Meredith. Beckett asks Meredith why they why they didn't work out and she says, "You know, I was basically an open book. Castle knew every single thing about me. He could write novels about me, but yeah. I could barely write a pamphlet about him. He doesn't tell you anything. He he wouldn't tell me how he felt after he like he never met his father. Things like that and that gets Beckett and he hides thinking.
3: behind his his that, humor yeah. and sheen.
4: Yeah. And and so that's what we didn't say and we should have said. And so yeah. your prediction you can go ahead and say it again. With. I mean,
1: I think my prediction is that Beckett feels a certain way because Castle is still that same person because he kind of hides behind everything that he does. He don't really kind of speaks about himself. He just kind of speaks about, you know, what's currently happening to him and Beckett, you know, his, his current life. But he never expresses himself like outside of like, hey, let's go to dinner or like we having a moment. So you re- you don't know no details about Castle.
4: Here's my thing. Do you necessarily need... This is the person she fell in love with. She fell in love with that's Beckett. I, I mean, with Castle. And that's the person he is. And some people don't express I'm their gonna- past or their feelings.
2: And now we're changing sides. And now I feel like I'm going to move over to the woman's side. Sometimes, <laughs> Sometimes a woman changes when she falls in love as you notice uh beckett was very hardcore you know very she had she had she had a wall and she's caring and there's just certain things that she does and she's doing it because she's in love yeah and so i think that although Castle was that way and that's how she fell in love but her she's completely open now and so now that the the ex-wife mentions that yes yeah, she wants to know those things and it and it dawned on her okay well wow I don't know some of these things now mind you Castle I mean Beckett Ford um all five seasons had a wall with mm-hmm. what's going on with, with yeah. her mom and her dad. So she has a huge wall too. So Castle can easily throw that back at her and say, Well, hey, you know, there's a lot of things that you and I are not comfortable discussing. So I'm I'm curious to see how this relationship is gonna is gonna work now that um Meredith has kinda opens Beckett's yeah. eyes.
4: Here's the question. You know, was there a conversation? You don't tell me enough. You don't express yourself enough. It bothers me that you don't do that. You know, if Beckett Beckett didn't even seem to want this information about Castle until Meredith expressed that that's why they didn't work out. And maybe for Meredith, yes, that wasn't enough. She didn't know enough about Castle. She wanted more. Like she said, she wanted more. It just became one sided for her. But maybe for Beckett, that's what she wants. I mean, she fell in love with Castle. This is who Castle is. Why in change? Why change him now? For a reason that you don't have, but a reason his ex wife had. It's but, just in her head.
2: It's yeah, it's but yeah, right. It's in her head, and because it's in her head, now she's thinking that. So yeah, obviously, she, that conversation I, has but to come I up. What I hope
3: happens, I mean, what would what would be nice to have happen in the real world, if if this was a real world relationship, is that she would then just talk to Castle exactly. and say, uh, Meredith said this. It made me think there is a little element of that. Let's work on that together yeah.
1: and, I don't as a couple. She, I don't think she's going to say that, but she's going to have her like her eyes more open to be like, hey. More observant of Castle's character now,
4: right? But what's the point in that but if in you a don't negative tell way, him?
3: Yeah. yeah, he asked, though. Now she's getting it. it, it like created a divide.
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: I think she, I think it's gonna be. I think in the next asked. couple episodes, it's be gonna become a problem. We when we talked to Tamala, she said <laughs> things are too when they seem too good to last they usually yeah. are and she exactly. said that and I also think we're we're in the second half of the season now so we're bound to see some Laney and Esposito action uh, <laughs> that's <yeah>. right <laughs> right like it I has to be coming it.
2: I hate to sound like an ass but you remember how uh, Tamala said that there's possibility that Dwight Howard may you know come and, and it'd be again well he's not going to be playing basketball so he might as well ah. Ah. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just saying you know he's not going to be playing basketball for you know for some time so he might as well you know, guest on a uh, castle. So and that's my prediction. That's be a
3: recurring character.
4: Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey,
2: yeah. Dwight Howard. Uh, so, any other predictions before we get out here?
4: Mm-mm, no. All
2: right. All right. So, you guys, we want to thank you guys for uh, tuning in. So, let everyone know where you can be found on social media.
4: Yes, you can find me, Paige Sullivan, at Paige Sullivan on Twitter and at PerfectPage dot com. <gasps> that's adorable. Thanks. <laughs> Is that new? That- it's somewhat new. I love
3: it. Um, I'm Samara Bay. You can find me at at Samara Bay on Twitter and com. <laughs> and I'm
1: Larissa Moore. You can find me at True Peoples, T-R-U-P-E-O-P-L-E-S at Twitter, and also at truepeoplemedia.com. And you can find me
2: at Bam Erickson, B-A-M-M-E-R-I-C-S-E-N on uh, Twitter and um, Instagram, Facebook, all the good stuff. So we want to thank you guys for watching another episode here on AfterBuzz TV for Castle Season 5, Episode 10. We want to thank you guys for watching, and we will see you guys next week.
0: From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to